This one is called the pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Yes. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Yes, it does. I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we are broadcasting live from Chobo Studios. In beautiful downtown Van Nuys. That's right. Yeah, Chobo, baby. <laughs> so, um... Edward, do you have yes. a reading for us? I do. Let me put on said reading glasses. By the way, today's show is called Fill Her Up with the Krabby Mystic, a.k.a. Sister Mary Leah Hill. She's going to join us during the second segment. She's an author and an all-around great human being. I wanted to say that the title for Fill Her Up came because I like to go during the week to the Pauline Books and Media Chapel, which is only two blocks from where I work yes, at the school. It, it's located in Culver City. It's called Pauline Books and Media mm. on Sepulveda Boulevard. If you are ever in the area, drop yeah. by. So as you know, I've been working my process, if you will, digesting what I'm doing around work, letting yes. go of these old mental habits, and just taking care of myself more. And one of those things is during my break, I go over to the Pauline Books and Media and I sit in the chapel. I talk to Jesus, talk to God, get in touch with. Well, more than that, I just sit in there and do the Emmett Fox version lately is just invite God into my mind, into all of my affairs. I invite the yes. light into all my affairs. I, I've given up trying to overly think about things too much. I, I, I just invite God in, into every nook and cranny of my life, even the places where I was not letting it in before. So I just sit there and amazing things happen. And the other day I was really feeling emotionally taxed and I walked in there and I saw Sister Irma and she was at, I, she's uh, the regular working when I walk in. And, and I said, I was feeling kind of emotional. I said, yeah, I gotta go in there. I said, I, I just don't feel like I have it today like to give to the kids. And she said, you can't give away something you haven't got. And it's not, you know, she's not the first person to say that. Daryl said, it. Bill Wilson used to say that. Yeah. Many people have said it. You can't give away something you, have, you haven't got. So that's where the, the, the title of the show, Fill Her Up. We gotta find ways to fill ourselves up with, with spirit, with enthusiasm, with life, so that we can then share it with others. Otherwise, this whole idea of like, we're martyrs, it doesn't really matter how we feel. We just, you know I mean? We think we're being of service that's to running others. On, that's running on empty, as Jackson right. Brown put it. Yeah, running on empty, running on fumes, and you're gonna burn out, you're gonna break down, and that is not good for anyone. So, today's show is called Fill Her Up with the Krabby Mystic, and here's a great reading from Emmett Fox, from around a year with Emmett Fox. Yeah. We always re uh, recommend a morning routine in which you yourself wake up, read inspired words, meditate, invite spirit into your life, and then affirm from that. Um, once your consciousness starts to rise above this, these belief in these problems, and you start to see and remember who you are and see how great life is, then you start to affirm some truths 
maybe write some down, make your inspired to-do list. Um, but this one's called God is Love. And it's all, he, this r- series of readings in um, around the year, which is taken from other writings from Emmett Fox, yes. is called God is Love. It says the third main aspect of God is love. Because he breaks down seven aspects of love. God is not... Seven aspects of God. Of God, thank you. The third main aspect of God is love. God is not loving, but love itself. And it would probably be true to say that out of all of the seven main aspects that he describes, this is the most important one for us to practice. There is no condition that that love will not heal, that enough love will not heal. The Bible deals with the nature of God, and as Scripture develops, the idea of God becomes clearer until toward the end it says... God is love, and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him. That's from 1 John 4, 16. And then also, by this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye have love to one another. And that's from John 13, 35. And he says, where there is fear, there cannot be love. The best way to rid yourself of fear is to realize divine love. If you love God more than your might, you love your microbe, your sickness, your grievances, your lack, or your fear, you will be healed. Then down here he says, to realize God as love is the remedy for fear. Divine love never fails. But the important thing to realize is that divine love must be in your own heart and cannot operate from outside, so to speak. That's why it goes well with fill her up. It must be in your own heart. When your prayers are not answered, it must be because you've not fulfilled the conditions of the law. And 99 times in 100, it is because you're lacking in a sense of love for all. Practice love every day. Watch your thought, watch your tongue, and watch your deed that nothing contrary to love finds expression there. And it really, that's why I love that three-word definition of God in the Bible, my favorite because I can always hang my hat on it. Right. And it is God is love. Meaning wherever I put wherever I choose to allow love to flow through me yes. in any situation, then yes. God is present. Yes. And the and no matter what it is or how bleak it seems to be in that moment. Right. When I remember it's my responsibility to make that choice and I choose it is all I'm always blown away about how things always will transform for the better. Yes. Like making phone calls to Yes. Uh, this week I had a couple of things with a PayPal account notice came. Yes. And um about some, you know, some phony uh someone asking for money. Yeah, to get payment money. request, but it was coming through PayPal, so right. I was like, "Uh-oh." So I had to go for my walk. Yeah. I did my morning routine and right. I knew not to like panic and start right. reacting right, right. with a sense of urgency to these things. Yes. I knew, okay, you know what? I'll call them later when I'm in a better state. Yeah, when you're filled up with love yes. and inspiration. And yes. You're at a higher altitude above the problems and can see clearly. Yeah. Because yeah, that's I, the energy you're going to bring to yes. what you do. Yes. But it takes discipline to do that because a big part of me wanted to, no, no, I could do this now. I got to take care I of it. I hear you. And I go, no. I went on my walk and on my walk, you know, I see people, right. strangers, and right. they're like, hey, how you doing? How you doing? And when, and when you go out as an ambassador of God's love, sending love in your mind to everyone on your path, I love how these people seem to spontaneously right. say hello to me with a big smile on their face before I get to right. say hello to them. I mean, this. Yeah, they feel it. They feel it. 
And the best part was by the time I got home, I ate, I relaxed, and I go, okay, now I'll call yeah. in this nice, healthy yeah. state. I call, and you know, the first thought is, oh, it's going to be on hold. Right, right, Enter right. Enter all these buttons. They pick right up. Right. The guy was so, oh, okay, let me look into this. Yes. He took care of everything so loving. His name was Joseph. I remember his name because it was so pleasant. I love that feeling. But the point is, had I reacted out of fear, right? I wouldn't have remembered Joseph's name. It wouldn't have, I know this for a fact from my own experience, it wouldn't have, I wouldn't have been able to get in touch with a representative as rapidly yeah. and as wonderfully as I did. Yeah. I've done it both way, folks. And this way is it it's not only way better. It's I feel so high and uh, this energy like you were saying yeah. the energy released is That's wonderful. That's right. That's right. And to go inside with what Ed just read from a book called Thoughts for a Friend by Foster McClellan. Um, this is a great one for a morning reader because they're short. If you're looking on YouTube, I'm holding the book up. They're little short one-page essays, very yes. short, but they kick you right upstairs. We had Foster's daughter on our show in Amazing Way, Carla McClellan. Yes. In the past. So let's hear what it says. Okay, love is the magnet, and that's like the experience I just shared with you. We can never fully describe the love of God. It must be felt through the heart. Love is the drawing power of the mind. It is the magnet of the universe, the great magnet of God. When we tend to connect our forces with that upon which we center our love, when we establish ourselves in the consciousness of divine love, we set free a natural, equalizing, harmonizing force. We have, been, we have been unaware of this force, for it has been dammed up in our minds by human limiting thoughts. We can proclaim today, I will see all things through the eyes of divine love. I will draw to myself a new life of good. It will happen, my friend. Yes. All right. So I want to encourage you to be a member of the Funniest Thing Club. In fact, you might already be a member. Yes. So, Daryl, why don't you tell them what that means? I have a hunch that um, Sister Mary Leah Hill, is al a member. although a crabby mystic, has been a lifelong member of the Funniest Thing yes, Club. Yes, I can by vouch this, for that. Just by this description. Yeah. Because we're a group of truth enthusiasts who live each day as ambassadors of God's love. As we consciously radiate love, we perform everyday miracles and experience better than expected outcomes. If you're already living this way or strive to, then you may consider yourself a member. We motivate one another by simply sharing how miracles occurred naturally in our circumstances as a result of living lovingly and expectantly. Yes, yes. And so we want to thank all the Patreon supporters at patreon.com forward slash funniest thing. You can contribute monthly to the show as little as $3 or as whatever you want, really. But there's buttons there, $3, $5, and so on. And uh, it, yeah. it's amazing. And it helps keep the show going. Right. And, and circulating our wealth, our prosperity uh, in, in, in every way is beneficial to us. It's uh, the joy of release. It comes from knowing that we're divinely supported. And when we do, it magnifies and multiplies everything we do. We're here to share our good, not hold it in. 
And that's why we need to fill ourselves up to remember that we are divine giving machines. The divine provides for us, and our job is to circulate that and, and share it with everyone we meet. That's why having a personal practice where we connect within with this divine love, where it becomes real for us, it changes everything. And just briefly, when I was I was sharing some uh, at Unity of the Santa Barbara this concept, which is which the which is what the uh, Masters in Spiritual Psychology program I got uh, that I took was all about, which is basically. The, the, the e, our ego is our body, our mind, and our emotions. And so that's, there's these three factors, and they all influence each other. They're all connected. I think mental is the starting point. Our emotions come from our, what we're thinking, and then our physical body will uh, re, react to that. You know, that's how our physical body is how we experience life, and we experience our emotions and all of this. Um, but beyond that, they call it our authentic self. There's a lot of different names for it. But that is the broader... Not like the non-physical, I've heard it called, part of ourself. That is, it is the divine. We are connected. We are an expression of the divine. So when what that happens is when our minds, we think we're just our mind, our body, and our emotions. We get, we don't realize, see, that's the, what the Course in Miracles calls when we think we're separated from God. We don't, and when we try to live that way, it just doesn't work. And this is why people think the ego is evil because they, they don't, they, because when, if, when, when we don't consciously recognize our connection with the divine, which is who we really are, then all we're really doing, we, we, we perceive problems. I can experience this myself today. I perceive there's problems, and then I try to just manipulate ideas of the past, whatever, to wow. try to... I try to just use the same mind that's generating the idea of the problem and try to manipulate stuff and try to fix it, but that it, doesn't work. Yeah, it's because it's fear-based problem solving. Yes. It's, okay, who can I talk to to help me do that? It's not faith. It's not using faith as a tool. Yeah. Where we get our mind at peace. Right. And then the intuitive thought comes. The main thing I know is when I when I keep peace, my number one goal. Yeah. And peace can be described as feeling good. Right. In, in this healthy way, yes. you know, it's like, a, it's a, it's being passionate in a right. quiet way. Right. Because peace isn't like just dead boredom. Not at all. Peace has an energy. Well, peace is like the gateway that gives way to the yes. enthusiasm yes. and yes. the joy. Yes. Because the fear-based problem solving is how I lived like the earlier part of my life and right. how I could drop into it. Yes. Like even at the moment when I saw right. the PayPal, right. the PayPal thing. Fear-based problem solving. I got to jump on this now. I need to do this. Right. I need to do that. And I'm trying to solve it from a fearful part of my small little, you know, brain. Which is totally disconnected. Yes, disconnected. Disconnected from all of our resources, all of our yes. solutions, all of our joy, all of our time, our yes. enthusiasm and connections. Yes. And sometimes... Um, you know, even talking to others, we can get ourselves tangled in looking for fear-based problems, ways to solve our problems. Right. Like, I got to find somebody. Of I got to get a job. How can I do this? Oh, you need to talk to this guy and that guy instead of centering ourselves in God, yeah. knowing that nothing happens by mistake, that God didn't bring us to this far right. to drop us on our bottoms. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and... Moving forward with a generous attitude rather than one that's fearful and lacking. Yes, exactly. And I did it too. I when when we run around with a ch like a chicken with her head cut off, like the sky is falling, which is pretty much yeah. what that story is all about. This erroneous belief. Yes. That's why Eric Butterworth and these 
teachers say, treat the concern within yourself first, because I didn't do that in the past, and I found people that would mirror back to me my fears and make them more real. But we have to take, that's why we, this is a, going back to what I was saying, just to, uh, you, listening to what you're saying, we have to plug our ego back into God, into yes. ourselves. It's an inner connection because when we are not connected to God, we literally don't know who we are. We don't know how amazing we are. We forget about everything that's always worked out for us. We forget that we are children of God. And by praying the way I've been doing, which is what Butterworth, I mean, um, Emmett Fox recommends, just invite God in. All of a sudden, because I just been realizing I already have. I don't. I'm not trying to get out of a job. I'm just trying to remember. All I'm doing is remembering how good my life is. I don't want to live in a state of fear anymore. Right. And as I do that, the fe- the job lets go of itself because the job's too small or whatever the thing is that's too small. My friend, our friend uh, Chloe Heard, our friend that uh, listen new listener to the show, talked yes. about. She heard somewhere that. Uh, it's like a sweater we're wearing. It doesn't fit anymore. We need to get stop wearing the same sweater. But to do that, we have to have self-awareness. We have to be conscious of our true self. Otherwise, we don't know if the sweater fits or not. We just feel kind of awkward and uncomfortable, and we don't know why. But when we tap into God, into the light within us, we know why, because we're divinely created. We are amazed. Each one of us is amazing people. And we want to thank our listeners who are okay, amazing Okay, I just want to well. say oh, yeah, one thing, because... This is not, I don't want anyone to think it's difficult to plug in. It's not difficult at all. Because just trying to meditate and pray is meditating and praying. Yes. And I like to think, and this might be helpful to you. Yes. When you go to meditate, don't go there trying to resolve any problems. No. So you could start letting go of those thoughts. Right. Bring yourself to a place in your life when you were at your most happiest. To me lately, it's been, I don't know why, but it's when I used to feed the ducks as a little kid at Third Word Park in Passaic, New Jersey. Yes. And that feeling is so good. I rest in that. And then everything quiets down. And I realize that meditating in this fashion, I see myself plugging in. Like a like a phone. Yeah, that's why we're, this is filler up, because when we meditate, yes, whether you're aware of this or not, yes, no matter what type of meditation you're doing, even if they don't share this part of it, that's the best part with this. Yeah, it's we're designed to be connected to this yes. power within. Yes. So when our mind gets quiet, we're actually now plugging into our divine source of power. So yes. our inner battery can be recharged. That's right, that's right. And when we're there, then we're less likely, and Ed and I were talking about this on the ride over, and I think it's important to mention, ever hear the phrase, I was driven by fear, or driven by fear? Yes, you heard someone share this yeah. recently. And it's yes. a great analogy, because when we're when I'm fearful, I am not in the driver's seat. I'm sitting in the back, and fear now, like a panicked chauffeur, yes. is running through red lights, jamming on the brakes. It doesn't know where it's going and it doesn't even believe it's going to get there. No. It's just going. And then on the uh, but on the other hand, when we take this time to meditate and even if you think it's not working, even if you just oh, I only did 2 minutes, yeah, I didn't yeah. feel anything. The phone doesn't really feel anything when we plug it into the AC power. Right. right. But the battery gets recharged. And it works a whole lot better. And you'll notice throughout your day you'll be less likely to allow fear to make decisions for you. Yes. And on top of that, when we were talking, 
Your subconscious mind is always doing stuff for you. It is yes. your chauffeur. This is the thing where we have to sit in the driver's seat by connecting to God so that we're letting the subconscious mind know where we want to go. Yeah. And then it starts to drive us where we want to go instead of just going yes. willy-nilly based on things that other people are saying, fears we hear in the media, and such, so on and, and so forth. And the best thing, if you don't know where you want to go yet and you don't have specific goals, you know what? Great. Because the best goal to have is love and happiness. Yeah. And if you just tell yourself, I just want to be full of love and happiness. That's right. Well, then your chauffeur will take you to the places yeah. where you can be of the best service that yes. brings love and happiness. That's right. And where you'll receive That's right. the most love and happiness. Yeah. Because I got to say, when I pray like Emmett style, sometimes like a big part of me thinks the, the problem that the part of me that thinks it has a problem thinks nothing's going to come from it. It's like I'm having to retrain my brain. And the, the beauty of it is it's not my doing. It's the divine yes. within me, which then turns out to be me. And it's okay to admit, like you said, I don't know. I don't know. So just make it simple like Daryl said, because the truth is the bigger part of you, which you will connect with, will know. Yes. And then... You'll be delivered to places, opportunities, and situations yeah. that will bring you the happiness and the love. That's right. And where you'll be of maximum service with your talents. That's right. Let God do the heavy lifting, folks. Yes. And thank you, listeners. If you want to send us something, you can send it to Funniest Thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. You can always comment on our YouTube channel. Please subscribe to the channel. Yes. Like the videos you see. Indy, do you want to say something about that? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, if you're if you're just listening on the audio platforms, go to YouTube. We're all we want to get to a thousand subscribers because that turns on monetization. We can start making that that Jesus cash. Baby. There you go. Uh, and uh, so if you're just listening, go over to YouTube. It's a free way to support the show, and it'll only help us. So thank yeah. You yeah, and if you yeah comment on the videos, we get to read it on the air. Yeah, it's we awesome. read it on the air. We appreciate everything you send us. So we got a letter from Lois Conklin, our good friend. And she said, Dear Daryl and Ed, wishing you all a happy new year. More teachings, more learnings, and more fun for 2023. Made you a special postcard with a great reading that I like. Enjoy. Wonder what you would do with all the postcards you get? We visited a lady in Bisbee, Arizona, who put postcards all over her ceiling in the living room. It was quite a sight to behold. I continue to enjoy and benefit from your weekly programs. Happy I can chime in on occasion with a good word, too. Thank you for oh, thank you all for becoming my new friends in 2022. Love you all, Lois Conklin. Read that postcard. postcard. This is a great quote, folks. If you go on YouTube, check out a Lois Conklin postcard. The quote says, One tree can start a forest. One smile can begin a friendship. One hand can lift a soul. One word can frame a goal. One candle can wipe out darkness. One laugh can conquer gloom. One hope can raise our spirits. One touch can show you care. One life can make a difference. Be that one today. And that's by BJ Gallagher. And just so you know, we keep all your postcards. Yes. We might have to make a ceiling of postcards soon. Yeah, and thank you also for the contribution to the show, Lois. We love you. Janet Prince said, love your show. Keep up the good work. This nice little card she sent, and she also sent a contribution to the show. I'm not going to show the front of the po card. There's not fit for this uh for, for public from kirk postcard from kirky this week for public consumption consumption yes but it says inner speech is always objectifying itself alter your inner speech and your perceptual world changes that's from neville goddard so be being aware of how we're talking to ourselves. and man sometimes it feels like the last thing that's going to help but if you will address that 
the whole situation. You're going to realize that the whole situation was better than you thought it was yes. all along. Um, Aaron Hostetler uh, on the Unity of Tustin Facebook, who shared last week's show, said, Great episode. Thanks, funniest thing with Daryl and Ed. I used the Freddie Mercury breathing technique with our YFM kids. They loved it. That's amazing. And said it is our YFM theme song. Keep on shining. And then Tyler Jordan on YouTube said, Get off the internet. <laughs> Thank you, Tyler. <laughs> Wait, wh- let them know what the song was. Don't stop me. me. No, now. Was, don't stop me. Don't, don't stop. Which one no, was the it? three breaths were "Don't stop me." Oh, it was the song. Me. Oh yeah, the breathing. Don't stop me. Don't, don't stop, stop me. me. Don't stop me. I'm having a good time. Yes. So check out uh, DarylNed.com. We want to thank our chief engineer in Kansas City, Kansas, Jeff Comfort on the audio side. Each week, he, he takes, takes us, us right into the comfort zone. Yeah. Thank you to Indy Fawcett over here at Chobo Studios. If you want to go to, if you want to do a show, use the studio. Go to ChoboStudios.com. It's an amazing place to do business. Thank you. Thank you so much. You can also use PodShuttle.io, PodShuttle.io, and, and Indy will edit up your reels and shorts just like he does for us. Um, shout out to Silent Unity. It's a great prayer line. If you need help filling yourself up and getting into an affirmative state of mind, 800-NOW-PRAY, 800-669-7729, or the letter U, the word pray, you pray app they have as well. We gotta do the breaths. Yep. Oh, you know what? Should we do the tell people what the show's uh, called again? Well, I was thinking about doing that in the second half. Do the breaths now, and they'll have something to look forward to. We'll kick off the second half with that. With the show. Yeah. Time? Well, the nuns here. Okay. Great. Um, Having fun with nuns is what I'm all about. All right. Let's also, take they it. could just glance at their podcasting or YouTube, and they see yeah, the title but it's right a there. reading unto <laughs> itself. That's yes. true. You could see it, but. It really does frame up the show yeah. very nicely. Oh, maybe we'll, why don't we end the segment with that? With what? What the title is? What the theme? Oh, okay, yeah, we'll let's do take it. A deep breath. <laughs> These are our three breaths, folks. Uh, put me in, coach. I'm ready to play today. Ah, uh, put me in, coach. I'm ready to play today. Ah, we should do plug me in. Okay, plug, plug me in, in coach. coach. I'm, I'm ready, ready to play, play today. And the reason why I really want to read this is because it's a reading unto itself. Today's yes. show, like we said, is called Filler Up with the Krabby Mystic, a.k.a. Sister Mary Lee Hill, who will be coming up after the break. And it says, enthusiasm is an atomic power. Because this is what yeah. happens when we plug in. Yes. You can't fake it. It has to come from within you. Enthusiasm is a feel-good mood that releases health and vitality from every atom within our body. It sets off a nuclear reaction for good that radiates out into all of our affairs. Enthusiasm is the indication that we are one with God and that we know it. On this episode, Daryl and Ed remind each other and listeners that as we draw closer to God and plug in, our intuitive voice becomes stronger. When we follow our intuition, our enthusiasm grows and so does the, the good in our lives. And during the second segment, the crabby mystic, Sister Mary Leah Hill, will join us with today's reading. Hey, um, I got one. We got yeah, yeah, we just got a two, a minute and a half to say this. 
Those three breaths came to my head in my mind from that song because of what I heard from someone. Well, you know that I sang this song to you, and I said, "Let's do this song." Oh, well, anyway, I yeah. But then, like a week later, <laughs> no, that was two days ago, dude. I thought I was singing it. No, I said we were talking about the song, and then I said, "Put me members," because oh, I was yeah. like, "Put me in, coach. I'm ready to pray." Yeah, and we were thinking about how we're yes, going to do it. Yes, yes. And then but you I, go, "That's great for breaths." Yeah, but be, there's be, another connection. There's What's another the connection? connection because. Coincidentally, yeah. the night before, that was two days ago, the night before was when I heard someone say, he starts his day by saying, God, um, <laughs> now I can't remember it. Oh my God. Hang on. I You're talking it. about Paul Williams? Yeah. What did I say? What did he tell me that I loved? And I think he told you that the next day, didn't he? I don't know. Whatever. No, this all was, came together. So well, anyway. I got to tell you what he said, and I can't believe... Hey, I, why don't you find that? We'll tell them after the break. Oh, I got it right here. Is, oh, you got here it. Here it good. is. We still have 14 seconds, folks. We got more. This is it. Yeah, go he ahead. said, lead me where you need me. This is his prayer to God. Lead me where you need me and surprise me. Yeah. Because every day we're born again. Every day is our birthday. So surprise me. Yeah. You know what? That's amazing. Because God will surprise Sorry, you. Sorry, that was my Jesus-flavored cup of noodles. Oh, nice. Very holy, man. Uh, and Jesus will surprise you. God will surprise you. Your own mind will surprise you when you just take the time to plug in and fill her up. That's the main thing. You're looking. The heaven that you're seeking is already within you. That's the most crazy, like, riddle of, of this whole, st everything we practice is the recognition that we the good we seek is already here and it's seeking us and it wants to find us and it's our own mind that is the last to know it's not like once we realize that it, then it's going to happen it's already happening we're at, our friends already know us to be more amazing than we normally think of ourselves we're usually typically the last to know but when we know we start cooperating with this power. It's amazing. So coming up next, the Krabby Mystic, a.k.a. Sister Mary Leah Hill, joins us with today's reading, Restoration. Thank you for listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, live from Chobo Studios. We now return to The Funniest Thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. Welcome to the second segment of this episode, Fill Her Up with the Krabby Mystic. Yes, we're going to bring her in in two seconds, but first, a long overdue thank you to my mother-in-law, actually. Hold on a second here. Edward, you gotta is, go on YouTube. This is a this. long overdue gift because Edward's been driving with this in his trunk since Christmas. Yeah, so I'm a little disappointed. I hope it's still good. I know because it's actually from Italy. It is a panettone with pistachio cream inside. Looks like chocolate on no, the outside and pistachios and pistachios. And there's pistachio cream inside. And if you want to learn how to eat a panettone properly, <laughs> like they do in Italy. Well, go to our YouTube site, and we actually give a uh, demonstration. Yeah, you can probably uh, also, it's so far down the list, 
Indy's talking about making a short out of it. Yeah, actually, I'll just link it up on the top corner of the video right here. Oh, perfect. Oh, that's uh, so great. They could just click on it. Yeah, because yes. it really is a special way that Daryl learned from actual Italians. Yeah, I never liked these cakes. I thought Me it was the, I thought it was the fruit cake, the fruit cake joke of Italy. I thought the same. It turns out to I be most the best do. kept secret when you know how to eat one. Yeah, so with no further ado, our good yes. friend who is an amazing author, um, an amazing nun. An amazing friend. Amazing friend with a great sense of humor. And her name is Sister Mary Leah Hill. How are you today, Sister? Oh, I'm fine, thanks. Nice. And where are we? Where are you right now, by the way? I'm in Boston, Massachusetts. Nice. The hub of the universe. <laughs> <laughs> and are are you going to be out sunbathing after the show's done? And not unless the sun gets there first. <laughs> We're having sleep right now. Yes. Well, Daryl wants to read to everyone a quick reading, and yes. then we're going to um, check in with you about what you're up to and what your thoughts are on today's show and such. So, Daryl, what do you got for this us? This is another great little morning uh, reading or devotional called The New Day, 365 Meditations for Personal and Spiritual Growth. And just the other day when we were coming up with this episode, this one was one of the readings and it's all it's one of the benefits well it's the ultimate benefit we can expect when we're regularly communing with god and it right. says as i grow closer to god my into my intuitive voice becomes stronger i've learned to pay attention to it to trust it and act on its urgings when i avoid a particular situation or person by heeding the warning of my inner voice for example i'm invariably glad that i did Things usually work to my advantage in business matters when I act intuitively. Moreover, following my intuition occasionally will lead me to contact someone who at that very moment is sorely in need of a friend. In the past, my inner voice spoke only infrequently and then usually in a whisper. All too often, I ignored its warnings and suggestions. My mind usually drowned out my heart, insisting, you can handle it this time. It's going to be different. Right. Because my motives and thoughts these days are often parallel to my intuition, I am more likely to do what is right and good. I don't end up in places I shouldn't be doing things I shouldn't be doing. Mm -hmm. It's so much easier today to make the proper choices. My life has comfort, flow, and rhythm that I know is right. And the quote is, our hearts often know quickly what our minds find out eventually. Mm, very nice. Ah, so, sister, you've sat in the green room over there in Boston for long yeah. enough. And <laughs> we, uh, so have you had any thoughts coming up related to the things that Daryl and I have been going on about this morning that you'd like to share? Oh, no, I like what you're saying, though. I like all this enthusiasm and and good thoughts that you give people. It's very nice. It's nice to see two men doing this, mm. you know, in a very relaxed manner. Mm. You know, you're not wearing suits and ties and standing against a wall. You know? right. <laughs> Thank you. For a minute, we thought we should start wearing suits and ties. He did. <laughs> Let's be clear. He kept te texting me. Does your wife think we should be wearing sir something in suits and ties? So 
This is Tell what I said no. <laughs> okay, good. And then, um, so you're saying even as a Catholic nun, enthusiasm is legal? Oh, certainly. Uh-huh. Definitely legal. We have to be enthused. Otherwise, how do we spread the gospel? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We can't mope around and expect people to believe in Jesus. Right. <laughs> Right. No, this is what attracted me to it. The the guy who meant my mentor, Mike Dugan, a devout Catholic. He's actually he's actually entombed at the cathedral here in Los Angeles. Yes. And his ah. and his epitaph is Mike tried. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but he was the epitome of joy being the attraction that got me hooked on um, applying this as a way of life, that this isn't just a theory. You know, I used to think that you go to church on Sundays and uh, you could check the box off and right. I won't go to hell right. because I just showed up on Sunday. Right. But to learn that it's a way of life and that it's a joyful, enthusiastic right. mm -hmm. way of, of approaching life. Yes. And that that in itself um, spreads the good news, the gospel, because then people of their own accord are attracted to you. That's right. That's so true. Yeah, that's so true. I like you have to think that it, the that Jesus was felt by people. There's probably other people trying to spread certain messages, but they could feel the presence, right? Like just like we do. Yeah. And I can say that even though I'm crabby mystic. <laughs> that's just a gnome yes gnome. well that's why we love you and we love your uh, pseudonym because it shatters the old the old idea the old stereotypical known with a ruler by you owning that name yeah. but then actually being the epitome of it that's yeah. why i love it that's right that's why i love that and i love telling people we're having the crabby mystic on because yeah. you really are a mystic a joy-filled mystic under right. the cloak <laughs> like your superhero outfit is the crabby mystic but your right. real ultimate superpower is the joyful uh, enthusiastic sister that you're surprised to meet yeah, yeah. we hope <laughs> <laughs> we kinda, I was talking about you're kind of like a character on like a 50s TV show where they in the beginning they intro all the characters and Sister Mary Lee Hill as the Krabby Mystic, and and yeah. they show you sternly holding a ruler, but then you look at the camera and give a little smile yeah. and a wink so that they know you really love the, <laughs> the students. <laughs> I could pull a ruler out of my drawer here. Yes. Um, I th it seems like the knowing you and the books you've written that, you know, it's that sort of like letting people off the hook, like your uh, complaints of the saints. Uh, just letting people know that it is okay to have these grumblings yes. come up. And, and, yes, Oh, my God. And admit that that's what's going on. Before you respond to that, I just want you to know that's what saved my butt, hearing that side of it. Because up until I was 22 years old, I was terrified to share any of my mistakes, any of my bad behavior right. with, with God. Because I thought... 
you had to be a good little eight-year-old around God and then hide all that other stuff until I met Mike. And Mike was the one who said, no, that's the stuff that God wants to take from you and remove from you. And I was like, really? Like, that's legal. I see even said that. Is that yeah, legal? Yeah. He goes, yes. Right. So by you sharing these stories, the complaints of the saints and your other books, it opens the door for a lot of people who think they have to be perfect or they're going to be condemned to hell. Right. Yeah. It'd be a pretty empty place upstairs. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. But we're supposed to try to perfect ourselves, but of course it's God doing it. Yes. It's, we have to cooperate with him, but um, we're not perfect. Nobody, not even the saints were perfect. Oh, I love that. Right. Only Jesus was perfect, but he had to go through all the same stuff we do. Yes. So he probably didn't look perfect all the time. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, and his was, mother, too. You know, their lives were not, you know, grows water and glycerin. You know, there's all kinds. Of, right. <laughs> yeah. All the same bad stuff that happens to us happened to them. Yes. <laughs> right. But, you know, and besides, God sees all the stuff we do, so... It's kind of silly to try to hide it from him. Yeah. Right. Right. He's just waiting to talk to us about it. Yeah, right. And help us with it. Right. Yeah. Help us. Where do you think, sister, that this healing power comes from in your estimation when this healing power comes through? Because that is the difference, right? Everyone faces these things, but Christ Jesus had an understanding that allowed this healing to occur. And for you, what what would that what was it that allowed that healing? Well, that that Jesus could heal was because he was God. But mm -hmm. it's the Holy Spirit of God that is the healing presence of God among us. Right. You know, that, and, um, you know, we connect with our Trinitarian God. So we have a Father, a Son, and the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And, the you know, Jesus is the model for us and the Savior. God is the creator. And the Spirit is the one who inspires and heals and um, motivates us and sanctifies us and all that stuff. You know, so I love what you said. I love how you just described Jesus. Cause I don't think a lot of people catch that. A lot of people see for myself too, as a young boy, I was kind of like felt left out because I mistakenly saw Jesus as the great exception. But the way you describe him is no, he's the great example. The great yeah. example to emulate, and right. that's the that was the the key for me. Oh, okay. Right. If I follow the teachings of Jesus, like you know, following the leader, you know that game when you're kids, you yes, do what the yes, leader yes, does, yes. and do as he did in these situations that arise in within my life, within my mind, these fears and these doubts and scary moments even of my own making or not right that if i could just apply the same behavior with my thoughts and my actions that i've seen work in these examples right i'll get healthy results right. and it's true because when i do i get healthy res responses right. right and even if it seems like it didn't work out the way i thought it ought of in that situation looking back after a series of days or years, even I go, thank God it didn't work out the way I wanted it because right. it was all in divine order anyway. Right. Yeah. But the main thing is my behavior 
wasn't fear-based in that moment. That's Meaning right. That's the difference. Meaning I didn't act out in a way that was rash or crass or harmful to others or myself. Yes. In spite of my fear. Yeah, and I like what you're saying too, Daryl, based on what Sister said, is that, I mean, in the Bible, his followers, his disciples, were healing other, other people, right? He was teaching them how to let the Spirit come through. And there were, there were real healings occurring, right? So showing that we too can tap into the Spirit, right? That it's available to all of us when we take the time to connect with it and let it flow through us. I mean, that's powerful because I see it work with the students in my ministry, which is as a public school teacher in special education. When I put, the, when I put them in God's hands beyond yeah. what... Because every, like by rational matters, like I was just thinking about be not over, I'm, I, I'm not a theologian, so I'm not going to get it straight, but don't be overcome by the beliefs of the world, right? I've, I have overcome the world. Yeah. For me, when I work with my students, it's like, don't buy into, don't concede to the fact that these kids can't be successful just because the right. worldly measures are saying that. When I put mm-hmm. on my affirmation list, so-and-so is succeeding, there, and I bring that to God, to the spirit within. Miracles yeah. of healing do happen. Yeah. I mean, in that these kids do more than and expected. express more yes. than anyone around them was saying they could do. And it's not me doing it. I'm showing up and witnessing it and encouraging it. But it's the spirit within them. And, you know, yes. also coming and you're through. believing in it and you're I'm believing yeah, in it. I'm encouraging yes. it and, you know, and, and, and reminding them, yes, yes, it's there. Yes, yeah. it's there. And then the spirit goes to work and that's when my mind gets blown away. And that's when we say funniest it's thing. You're I never going to believe it. Us. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Cause yeah. I mean, it, what do you think? Do you think like as a nun, do you think that, 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 that message is, of healing is promoted enough, like because sometimes I feel like it's not promoted enough that this is powerful, that, that this really can bring healing to your to your life. Yeah. Oh, I mean, every encounter with someone else can be healing. Yes. I mean, it doesn't. Have, we don't have to cure them from leprosy or yes, you know, yes. Them walk, but to heal their spirit. Yes. Yeah, by the power of God, is a beautiful thing. It's something we're called to do that. To bring them to God by, you know, being the conduit of God's grace. Yes. 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 So that, you know, it's definitely part of who we're supposed to be. Right. And it is. It creates a ripple effect. Yes. Mm. It creates a ripple effect. You know, early on, I can't believe this is going back to Mike. I guess Mike's here because you know his affiliation with the Catholic. Yeah, his spirit is coming so through strong here. Yes. throughout his whole life. Um, even in death, yes. <laughs> he's, he's he purposely picked the spot at the cathedral. He goes, you know, I could still hear the organ playing from here. That's what he told me. <laughs> wow. So, uh, but he was saying the same thing that you're saying. That I he was telling me, Daryl, you always have something to give, like you're saying, as the to benefit someone else's spirit, even if it's just a smile. So when I yeah. first started doing this. I was a little bit disappointed. Not everybody smiled back. When right. I said hello to people, not everyone said hello right, back. Right, right, right. What a disappointment. But then through doing it, if you continue to do this, your mind, enlightenment, my mind lit up to the real thing. I go, wait a minute. It doesn't matter if they respond. And I thought about my own life with my father and stuff, and I go, I, I bet you. 
this little smile and me saying hello to that guy who kind of grumbled and kept going, that little hello, later on in that day, when he got home tired from work, feeling drained, and his son said, Dad, can you help me with this homework? I don't get it. Instead of going, I just came home. Why are you bugging me? Can't you figure it out yourself? But because of my little hello in his spirit, maybe that day when he got home from work, he said, yeah, sure, son. Let me take a look at that. Right, right. That's the thought that changed my mind. Right. So now when I, hey, they don't smile back. It's like, I don't right. even, it's not even a consideration anymore. Now I'm so used to it. it doesn't, I don't even think I right. should be getting something in return. But that was the birth of such a healing form of prayer for me. Yeah. It was a game changer. Yeah. And now, you know, I still do it all the time. Right. It's become a healthy habit. Right. Yeah, that is awesome. I mean, but I do believe in the power of not me to heal others, but I do believe that with the spirit within people, I know this to be true, that healing of all sorts of things, physical things, is still available to people who tap into the oh, spirit. Yeah. It's not me that does this healing. Well, doctors see it all the time. Yeah, they totally. They talk about it. They talk about how someone who has faith, faith yes, in is the best in the higher, to have. In this higher yes. power in God will heal more rapidly, yes. right? And and I can mm. feel that within myself because when I can feel how stress more and more, stress just puts stress, which is worry, which is believing that I'm cut off from God, I gotta do all this on my own, which yeah. is believing that my good is not available. All of that is what breaks down my body, is yeah. what leads to all these other physical things. Going inside and feeling connected that I am a divine, I'm an expression of divine. I am, you know, that changes my whole life. And then the sunshine within me and my spirit starts to radiate out. Yeah. I no longer have problems because I know that I'm provided for. Like the prodigal son story, all of a sudden I return to myself and God comes rushing to me, waiting, going like, ah, we've been waiting let's for you. Let's have a party. Yeah, let's have a party. And then my whole day, literally, it's a different day than I would have oh, had. a day can change like that. Immediately, immediately. And I'll say, I've been praying on this, sister, because I'm considering what to the move out of public education. But I, don't, I want it to be smooth and uh, for God to open up the what is the next step for me because I'm feeling this calling from within to, to end. So... I keep getting this recognition that it's the heaven is already here. It's not to ask, beg God for something. It's to give thanks for, for one, for what I already have, to invite God to show me the way to, for my intuition to work. And the other day, I real I woke up and the, the thought was, you got to celebrate today, Ed. The part of, very part of you that feels bad is because it's not celebrating. And that was a little overwhelming at first because I was like, great, I have like a history of my whole life of not celebrating. How am I going to fix this? But I just said, no, God, yeah. show me how. And then I had a series of thoughts set off that reminded me. See, I was, I think you were in it too, the gate program. Weren't you in the gate program or some? It was there, called some, Tag, Talented and Gifted. Yeah, mine was Gifted and Talented. But all of a sudden, for some reason, something I hadn't thought of. East Coast does a little, just change the way the letters are yeah. from the ones of talent. We were tag, you were gate. I was gate. Isn't but, that funny? But, Same words though. But what happened, why this mattered was, at that time in my life, I was in third grade. I got pulled into an office. I got tested. And they said, you're part of this gate program, this gift and talent. They started to teach me to think creatively. Yes. They encouraged me. 
And I believe God thinks creatively. God doesn't hold on to old, thing, ideas. old ideas. It's always, I mean, the principles remain the same. Don't get me wrong. Right. But our understanding of God is always evolving and, and changing. And I realized that at that time in my life, I would have been um, screwed, for lack of a better word, if I would have stayed in those other classes because it doesn't work for me. I love thinking creatively. God took me out of that put me into this gate program, which changed the whole trajectory of my life. All of the students, all my friends changed yeah. the way, because I was encouraged to think outside the box. Like if it works, it's good. You know, if it's, and that yes. I was taught to be myself. I was taught the power of creativity. And it like some reason, God whispered that in my ear to remind me, Ed, I've always brought you along. Whenever you, like I've never yeah. left you here. And I had this sudden feeling that, wait, I already hit the jackpot. I'm not in a, I'm stuck in this job and I, I don't know if it's going to work. I, I had this feeling, God's always taking care of me. Yes. I've, always, I've already hit the jackpot. And I walked out of the house like a totally, I was transformed by the renewing of my mind. It was crazy yeah. and I didn't plan it. And it was such an interesting thought that led to it. Yes. And it, and, I, and I, and cause it made me so grateful that I live in this loving universe that like has been supporting me the whole time when I'm willing to step out in faith, like Peter yeah. off of the boat, you know, I'll sink, I'll get a couple steps walking on water and then I have to like, I'll sink and I have well, to. Well, the problem with the sinking though comes when I start thinking, I forget all those things you just said. Yes. And I, for, once I start thinking, oh, 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 look what I'm doing, kaploof. I know, I think it's a, my understanding is he's looking at Christ and he's just like going, okay, I can do it. And as soon as he looked down and was like, I'm a human, I don't think, yeah. but when he had his eyes on Christ, he was able to, you know, when his faith was set, he was able to, you know. You're able to do anything. Able to do anything. And that, for me, is when I was a young person sitting in church is what was like, yes. I want to be like that. When I heard about Jesus, the way he talked to people and transformed things and healed, I was like, that's what I want. And I still want that to this day. And it's, I'm just grateful that God has led me back to that relationship. That's what you're doing as a teacher, Ed. Mm. You're, you're passing on that, that um, creativity mm. to, to the kids with special needs. You're teaching them to act out of creativity, their own creativity. You know, since they're not in the normal right um, schooling program you right. have to find you have to find a way to help them and that's what you're doing you're passing on that thing you learned as a kid yeah these young people which is a beautiful a beautiful gift wow anyone, anyone who teaches uh people with special needs i think is really a gift of god to them you know it's not everybody can do that right it's, yeah I appreciate you're giving that. them the gift of creativity. Yeah. Yes. yes. You know that you're helping me because I want to continue to be of service to these kids, to everyone. And that, that I feel like I'm growing beyond the, the kind of, there's these imaginary walls like within those schools that, you know, you're like, just growing beyond that. Yeah. That, that movie set. That's not, right. not the, not what you're doing. Right. That's growing and, and blessing and, and multiplying, but it's just the confines of this, that's the right. boundaries of the staging. That's right. That's so good because I want to share this simple idea with more people because I used to watch teachers before I was in my position I am now who 
these kids would come from their classes to get this special because we, you know, we have a learning center and they come for a certain amount of time, half hour, whatever. And instead of encouraging them with inspiration to be able to go back into those environments where they're struggling, they would just be getting beat down even more. Now you're in the same, you know, like they, it, now you're getting to, scolded. They'd be getting scolded. And I was like, yes. Don't you see? This is the healing that these kids need. They need to. They need. They need this needs to be an encouragement yes. because they're facing a, a mountain that seems insurmountable out there. They're already you know, telling like, themselves. They're already scolding themselves. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I really appreciate what you said about that, sister. Um, yeah. yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, do you want? Do you have the daily word that um, we sent to you I to do. read? Would you mind? I reading? lost my. I lost my video of you. I don't know what happened to it. Oh, okay. I think we're still good. No, we're, we're on, still good. Yeah. Okay. I hear you then. <laughs> okay. Great. So you want, we want to read this? Yeah. Yes. Let's hear it, sister. Okay. It's a little section called restoration. Yes. Mm. And um, I rest in God and am restored is the theme. At those times when life wears me down, or I feel drained or overburdened, I refresh myself in the healing, revitalizing presence of God. This revitalizing presence can never be far from me because it is part of me. As I touch my indwelling spiritual perfection, the Christ within, I am restored. In harmony with my divine identity, I relax and release all tension. The stress I have been feeling dissipates and calm pervades my mind and body, filling me with the realization all is truly well. In this moment, I am restored to wholeness, peace, and joy. I live in the world, but I am part of the Spirit of God. This truth is my comfort and my peace. In God, I am restored. And the psalmist in Psalm 23 says, He restores my soul. He leads me in right paths for his name's sake. Wow. Sister, who's, who are the psalmists? Well, they always say the main one is, is David the king. Uh-huh. But um, all the scholars say it couldn't all be his. Maybe some were uh, Solomon and some were other people. You know, nobody really knows. Right. But it doesn't matter because it's all inspired by God. You know, yeah. who he inspired. Right, right. That's interesting. Uh, you know, the, yeah. the Psalms were inspiring for me this week because so much of them is about rejoicing. And mm. the message I'm getting, and it's odd. Uh, this is a compliment to Daryl this morning. He was talking about, he was... Indy uh, attended one of his workshops and um, sent him an email like saying how much he appreciated it, right? Indy, is that right? Yeah, and um, Daryl was encouraging him to send that on to the people at the library because the people at the library, they don't get a lot of – those. it was hosted at a library, yeah. and they don't get a lot of positive feedback. And Daryl said – uh, why don't you change this and send it on to them because they'll be so happy to receive it. And that's why I wanted you to do it. And a lot of what I'm realizing is there's so much more room in my life to rejoice. And when I heard Daryl say that, that simple thing, I want you to do that because I know they are going to love receiving it. 
There's something yeah. about that, like really prioritizing, rejoicing in life and making all of our, you know, there's, isn't there another, there's another quote, is it, is it from Corinthians about medit, uh, anything that's basically any thinking on good things, noble things, beautiful things, something like that? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, think about the, the good and the beautiful and yeah. you know, all the uplifting. Yeah. So time and time again, I mean, if we look at it as practical medicine, it's telling us, focus on those things. Yes. Let God take care of the rest. If you'll focus on these things, just let God take care of the rest. And I feel like that's what is rejuvenating my brain, my mind, my spirit right now is like mm. a lot of, a lot of the you know the world that I the 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 demands of like public education is not that especially for me who's working with these kids who are they don't fit in anyway it's like I can't I can't be like all there's so much worry these trainings we go to it's like worry 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 and mine is really a faith based program and it works you know so I'm my, everything in my life back to the psalmist is just I just keep I keep noting how. I rejoice, I rejoice, I rejoice. And I keep, that just reminds me, I have more room in my life to be rejoicing all the time. Yeah. And, all, and when I plug in and just give everything to God, like you encourage, sister, don't hide that stuff. Don't hide the grumbling. I tell God, look, I am grumbling. I know, you know, and let God take that from me. Let God, there's something that I start to naturally rejoice. Oh my God, yes, I am loved. I am taken care of. It's such a wonderful feeling. Hmm. Yes. So, sister, you got any new books you're working on? Yeah, the one on the vice and virtue is what I'm really working on. Yeah. And, and, the, and going just, through all the, well, starting with the vices and seeing how the virtues are supposed to replace them. Because we can't escape um, being subject to vice. That's right. It's part of the fallen nature. But, you know, we've been redeemed. So we, we shouldn't stay there. Yes. Right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Work for the, and besides virtue, I think the name, the actual word means, uh, well, refers to being who we're made to be. Yes. You know, wow. A, a man, a, a true man or a true woman um, is to put on these attributes that, you know, that mirror God, that, that please God. Right. You know, that's how we perfect ourselves. Yeah. Who, buy into that side of us. That makes sense since we are created in the image and likeness of God that we're actually returning right. to the true. Those are our more close. Those are aligned with our true nature. Yeah. Because right. when, exactly. especially at this time of the year, the beginning of the year, everyone's thinking about uh, resolutions. They're thinking about their new identity. What's my yeah. new? But the, <laughs> the irony is... The new identity, if we all think about it, the new identity that I want to grow into is always a more improved version of myself. I'm never thinking right. of the new identity be something worse and more slovenly, slovenly. But this is the thing. It dawned on me the other day because I've been meditating on this. The, the amazing thing is, like you said with virtue, my, the idea of my new identity or the ideal, which is the best idea of myself, Turns out to really be our true identity. That's right. The ver our virtue. Yeah, we're we're releasing all these false yes. beliefs about ourselves. Yes, it's really a like like you're mentioning. It's it's a it's a 
program of subtraction rather than addition. It's really letting right. go of these vices that have been getting in my way, right. these defective yeah. ways of thinking and behaving that get in the way of my success of That's really right. living lovingly and That's expectantly. Right. That's right. And to realize that we're not going to we're not going to change into the ideal person just by thinking of it. Right. right I want to be a virtuous person. Well, you can't be totally virtuous right. at the snap of a finger. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> we we try one area and we fall in other areas, but then we we offer that to God. You know, this is who I am. That's right. And I'm working and I appreciate all your help. Yes. Right. But I'm I'm humble enough to say I can't do it by myself. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. That's been a yeah. huge thing for me lately is when I'm suffering and struggling, I realize it's in the areas where I'm pretending I'm doing it myself, and that's just an illusion. Yeah. 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 Well, you know what? Uh, Ed's been bringing this up. Ironically, what you're saying goes uh, perfectly. There's a uh, In the 12-step programs of recovery, I'm sure you're, you're familiar with them, um, mm -hmm. Alcoholics Anonymous being the most recognizable one, um, there's a step, step seven, which is exactly what we're really talking about. And it actually says, uh, humbly ask God to remove these defects of character mm -hmm. that we know I'm doing my best here, but I know there's some that I'm struggling with. Yep. And just knowing that God, trusting God to help me with this, to, to remove these, yeah. that I can't yeah. do it by myself. That's what killed me. No, We're I trying agree. to... Do resolutions in the past. Yeah. I give up after the first two weeks. Right, right. That's why sometimes he knows we need humility more than anything else. Yeah. Yes. Well, you know, so we might not be so successful as we think we should be. Yes. You know, but you have to just keep offering it to him and trying. Yeah. I agree yeah. that Daryl calls the spiritual. Uh, I think he's you, the term spiritual sunbathing you use. Yeah. Darryl. it's like we got to bask in God to remember who we are. It's not just we. It's not something we make up. Today I'm an, I'm not. You know, like you said, today I'm this and that's it. It's more. Wow. There's a humility to it. There's yes. A, is, there's a humility to realizing that we are divinely made and that this love is here for us and it's here for us to share and that it exists yeah. within everyone. It's a wonderful thing to relax to relax into that and find that peace that I believe that the disciples felt in the presence of Jesus. It's yeah. like, wow, drop your nets, come on, come with me. The nets you're you're trying to do things out of your own mind and you're not it's not working. Follow me, you're gonna be fine, trust me. Yeah. Yeah. So listen, we got a quick let us know when your book's out. We'll let our, our um viewers, listeners know. What are um, the other two books? You have two other books, right? Is it two or three. more? Three, three. Three. Sorry. Can you just let us know those titles? You can even hold them up because we can see them. Here's one. This Com is the one you mentioned, the complaints, complaints of the saints. Yes. Complaints. But there's also one called Prayer and You. Uh-huh. It's like a little sampler on on prayer, how to improve our prayer. Oh, great. And then and then blessed are the stress. That one too. I have that one. I yeah. love that one. Yeah, that's on. It's actually on the 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 Sermon on the Mount. All the points of the Beatitudes and all the other things that Jesus says in that sermon. Beautiful. But they're like little two page. Where do people buy these books? Where can they purchase them? Well, you can get them and actually at our bookstore, the Paul Pauline Books and Media. Mm -hmm. You can get them online, PaulineBooksandMedia.com. Mm -hmm. You can get them on Amazon. Okay, great. Right. But if you go to yeah. Pauline Books and Media, you can support their cause. They're an amazing group of sisters. Right. 
Yeah. And the sisters will smile at you. Yes, they will. I know. I've, <laughs> I've been living off those smiles lately. Okay, we got a quick story. It may or may not be true about our sister friend here. From when you were a child. Not everyone knows this, but Sister Le- Mary Leah Hill comes from a family of very colorful characters. Yes, Ed smuggled this out of the Vatican. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I had to sneak into the archives. Actually, I know my history's in the Vatican. Yeah. <laughs> I know someone over there. One day, her fourth grade teacher was talking about inflation and described how in the past you could walk into a grocery store with $3 in your pocket and walk out with a loaf of bread, a dozen eggs, and some butter. She went on to describe how inflation causes prices to rise and, you know, things get more expensive, right? Inflation. Then to make sure the kids were getting it and understanding what inflation was, the teacher asked the class, so why, class, can't we walk into a grocery store with $3 in our pocket and walk out with a loaf of bread, a dozen eggs, and some butter like we used to? Sister Mary Leah Hill eagerly raised her hand and her teacher called on her. Yes, Mary? Mary replied. My uncle Tommy told me that nowadays there are too many cameras. <laughs> you can't walk out with all that stuff anymore. <laughs> you gotta pay for it. <coughs> all right. Um, do, do we have Indy Fogarty to sing us out? Sister Mary Leah Hill, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you for the invitation. Yeah, we're just going to sing a little song like we usually do. To we close got, the show. Did somebody got, call a fortunate son? Yes. yes it is Here he comes in with son. his guitar. Indy Fogarty. Let me see if I can scoop past you there. Something in the center. Okay. You ready? Oh, here we go. Are you? Feels right. Okay. Feels good. Okay. <laughs> we'll beat the drum and hold the phone. The sun came out today We're born again The new grass on the field Around in third And headed for home It's a brown-eyed handsome man Anyone can understand The way I feel Put me in, coach (laughs) I'm ready to play Today Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play today. Look at me. I I can can be center field. Visit DarylNed.com to find easy links. Comfort, we love you. Sister Mary Leah Hill, we we love you. And thank you you for being a part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play today. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play today. Look at me. I can be center field. Plug me in, coach. Daryl, I love you. Yes, we do. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards.